Welcome to the Awakened Man Podcast, where we promulgate that your physical and psychological health are your true sources of your wealth and must be safeguarded at all times to achieve true happiness. Here, we'll discuss the most up-to-date medical and health news, often obfuscated by big media, to keep you a dumbed-down sheeple eating at the greedy trough of big food and big pharma. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you are doing well this morning or whenever you listen to this. Today, we're going to talk about the importance of staying in shape, uh, not just for you, but for whatever loved one that you're married to. And it, I find it interesting because there is this cognitive dissonance that we have. I'm sorry if there's a little music you hear in the background, like New Orleans music. But we do have this cognitive dissonance because all of us know that being healthy is important for long-term longevity. And being healthy is important for your own physical health. And being healthy is important for your marriage and your sex life. I mean, we can't be... So there's this, like, we know all these things on one level, but then on the other level, we're the most morbidly overweight we've ever been in human history. How can that be? Well, like I always quote, Jesus to Peter, the spirit's willing, but the flesh is weak. Maybe the spirit's willing, but the flesh needs to be stronger. I mean, whether you're married or you're not married, staying in physical shape is important. And you could be an inveterate man going his own way, bachelor guy, and be like, I don't care, I don't need to be, I don't need to get a woman. And eat Hot Pockets and play video games all day. But if you're not taking care of your health, you have every right not to be married. But if you're not taking care of your health, you're going to die of a heart attack at 62 or 68 or be morbidly overweight and have joint pain and all these problems. So why is there this cognitive dissonance? We did not create our own body. As Paul says in 1 Corinthians, our bodies are temples. And that's why you shouldn't solely it with hanging out and having sex with prostitutes. So we know, like, we didn't create our body. And this is why I'm, I'm very against tattoos and piercings, especially excessive tattoos and piercing, because you don't have a right to desecrate your body. And I see it as a desecration. Of course, other people aren't going to agree. Some people will. But we do have a responsibility to be a steward to our body. We have a responsibility to take care of our body the best that we can. Because our body's a gift, life is a gift, we only have one of them. I don't believe in reincarnation. We only have one of them, so we need to take care of it. And I think, again, cognitive dissonance. I think on one level, everyone knows this, so why are we so overweight? Now, people with the loser mindset, the negativistic loser mindset, and again, we have an episode here on that, doesn't mean you're a loser, it just means you have the loser mindset, is blame, 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 blame. Oh, let's blame the food porn. Let's blame my crappy job, which doesn't give me time to work out. Let's blame the additives and preservatives in the food. Let's blame my childhood. It's all my dad's fault for beating me and never loving me. And like, I I talk about some of these things in Confessions of an Obese Child, the podcast. But if you listen to that, you know that that was my mentality when I was younger. But I outgrew that. I outgrew that and realized that that's not a good mentality to have. It's a victim mentality. 
Woe is me, woe is me, woe is me. Having the woe is me mentality doesn't lead to any growth. You'll blink five years from now and still be the victim mentality. And typically the victim mentality people are miserable and they're unhealthy, either psychologically unhealthy or physically unhealthy or both. So it doesn't benefit anybody to have the loser mindset. And I think one of the more obvious palpable examples of a loser mindset are trolls on YouTube, trolls on wherever, Amazon reviews. You know, you can see these people and they don't realize that they exude the loser mindset. They think that they're digging the the content creator or whatever, but really they're just making themselves look like fools. And you don't want to be that way. So we know we need to be in shape, but why aren't we in shape? In the old days, we were working in the fields and then later in the factories all day. We were physically active. And now, again, this is kind of the victim mentality. We're looking for excuses. Well, now we're in office jobs all day. Well, move the body, shock the body. You know, when you have your hour off for lunch, go walk. Do push-ups here and there throughout the day. Eat well. Yes, I know sugar's addictive. Yes, I know many people have childhood trauma that led to having a disordered relationship with alcohol, for example, which is empty calories and horrendously body fear, bad for your body. I get that. But again, when are we going to look in the mirror and be like, hey, drinking myself to a, a buzz, if not drunkenness, every night is not good for me. Now, a lot of these people would, be, would, would either be in complete denial that they're alcohol dependent but others who would be ad- ad- admitting honestly that they were alcohol dependent have so much self-loathing because they realize that they're addicts, they just give up. And I understand that completely. But that mindset also is going to shorten your life expectancy. So it's like get up and shut up and do it. Now, when it comes to your relationships, it's understood love, honor, and obey is like when I marry you, the expectation is you're going to try to stay in the same shape that you're at now. It's a complete duplicitous bait and switch. And both sexes can do this. Where once you get married, you just start letting go and gaining weight. And like maybe early in your relationship, you guys were working out together, running together, hiking together. And then one of them just like, eh. And sometimes this is played out more with women than men because women just tend to have more percentage of fat on their body. Women, of course, have children. But still, again, it's no excuse. Like. If you look in the olden days, the woman would only gain no more than 30 pounds. And officially, you're not supposed to gain more than 30 pounds. But how many women gain 50, 60 pounds? Because they just eat too much and they're not moving the body. And then it's, it's woe is me, woe is me after I lose the weight. And she can't lose the weight and she's overweight. And then she she's the solipsist who internalizes that and doesn't even think about how it's affecting her husband. And if the husband brings up, oh, you know... Uh, I would like for you to work out. Shut up. What's wrong with you, shallow pig? Right? She's defensive. Understandably why. She's defensive. Women are judged more on their looks. But it's a legitimate complaint that we should age well together. And the big thing about aging well is not get hideous plastic surgery. As we talked about in the the previous episode, the number one thing to, to get somebody in your life. But two is just keep your weight down the best you can. And no one expects you to look as good at 55 than when you were 25 but it is duplicitous men will do this too men will just get the beer gut stop working out and many times the women are more obsessed with alcohol or i'm sorry more obsessed with working out and fitness and will stay in shape and then they look at their guy their husband with the beer gut 
Do you think she finds that attractive, gentlemen? You can be in denial all you want. And look, I mean, there are fat people that are able to maintain a good marriage because of Brafo's law. Because you might be satiating other other needs that she has, and mostly the need for provisioning and or status or wealth. But she's not happy that you're overweight, so it goes both ways. Look, the average woman is 5'3 and 170 pounds in America. The average man isn't much better. He's taller, but he's overweight too because 70% of Americans are overweight, 40% are obese. So... But what do we need to do? I think a lot of us are just zombies, day in, day out zombies. And we don't have any analytical, introspective skills at all. We don't really think about it. Yeah, we could say, well, I'm too busy working. But you find time to watch Netflix all night or on social media all day. So that's an excuse. We need to take care of our health because A... We didn't create ourselves and the expectations that we be good stewards to our body. Just like if you buy a house, you shouldn't let it get dilapidated and ramshackled. Right? That wouldn't be good for the house. That wouldn't be good for selling the house. And it's a reflection of how you feel about yourself. If your house is a dump, just like when you see hoarders and they have too much crap in their car or in their garage, it's a reflection of their mental health. So you are a steward of your body. For that reason alone, you should take care of it the best that you can. So when you die, you return it. Ash to ash is dust to dust. Two, it's going to help you with the opposite sex. Clearly, the better shape you are, you'll attract better quality people. But that shouldn't be important because, honestly, I mean, I think with the men going their own way movement growing and growing, many men just don't care and they opt out. And I think that's why they just kind of let go and they end up looking like the comic book guy from The Simpsons. But the number one reason why you should stay in shape is because it's going to let you live longer. Heart health is so important. So lifting weights is great. Strength training is important. But cardiac, cardiac health is more important. So you got to be hitting those treadmills and running and doing sprints and doing some CrossFit and high-intensity high interval training and things like this because I mean unless you're some sort of masochist or have a death wish nobody who's 20 thinks I want to die at 48 because of cirrhosis or a heart attack most people want to live as long as they can in quality life we don't want to be uh, you know that guy that you see in the nursing home who's has dementia we don't want that and a lot of dementia is connected to how you eat high sugar diet so we need to take care of ourselves because we want to live a long time and you might have kids you want to see your grandkids and so forth so we need to stop having this cognitive dissonance and make this connection and look in the mirror like if I'm overweight or I have an addiction to fill in the blank porn, alcohol, drug, shopping you have to say to yourself this is not the optimal me I don't like this issue that I have and I'm going to do something to fix it and change it that's a winner mentality you might not succeed, but at least the mentality is there. Stop being in the closet, so to speak, and being in complete denial about your health. Let's look in the mirror, see what our problems are, and let's fix it because don't you deserve it? Don't you? Doesn't your, your spouse deserve it? If you have a spouse, don't your kids deserve to have the healthiest parent they can have? And I would say yes. Guys, subscribe, follow, post a review on Spotify or Apple. I would appreciate it. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man podcast. Please subscribe or follow the channel right now and consider donating via the PayPal link to support this important apostolate.
check out the website, naturopathicearth.com, by clicking on the link in the episode notes, where you'll find hundreds of articles and recipes that'll guide you to long-term holistic health. Until next time, music courtesy at Nine Inch Nails.